You play 18 holes What do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt St. Andrew, don't you call me Cause I can't go I owe my soul to the Country Club Pro Welcome back to the Scramble Squad podcast brought to you by Shape by Sports. It is Isaac Coates hosting this week with my co-host Darren Givlin as per usual. Now, how are you feeling today, Darren? I'm feeling good. I got a lot more energy than I have in past weeks, so yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking this one's going to be a good good podcast. Perfect. Now, we're we're trying something different here. We're trying to do fast takes. Uh, well, we'll see how it goes actually, but, uh, pace of play, we will be talking about pace of play. And I think we're trying to include some faster pace of play in our episode today to see how it goes, testing things out. Since this is still only episode seven, we are finding our footing still. Um, I mean, crazy week at the players. Uh, we'll dive into that in a second. A few little golf headlines. We don't really have to touch too deeply on it, but might as well mention it. Tiger Woods inducted into the world golf hall of fame. Uh, it was massively covered already and we're mm-hmm. a week late now because it happened like last Tuesday night or Wednesday. Uh, but do you have any thoughts around that? Anything in particular? Did you watch his interviews? I uh, didn't watch his interviews, but definitely well-deserved. It, it was just a matter of when, not if everybody knows that, like, let's get real. Yeah. Um, I think, I think the best part about it was, I don't know if you know the, Insta girls that are all about golf that were beefing about whether Tiger was a good dad or not. Gross. We're talking about it. It's like, come on. I yeah. bet you they actually and, got. Sorry, what's up? And his daughter did her thing too. Yeah, dude, she killed it. Know. And you know, I think the reason mm-hmm. why they brought that up, my boss and I were talking about this earlier. I honestly think that it's because they got scared to see how, first of all, good looking Tiger Woods' daughter is. And second of all, Whoa. how good a golf she's going to be. I know. She's young. She's young. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're not oh, jailbait. Relax. 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 What does that have to do with anything? Oh, I'm saying they're beefing about him so that she probably doesn't oh. have a whole lot of spotlight. Mm. Because they're scared that she's going to take Ah, uh, they're going to take, mar- take their market? Probably. Yeah, are you joking? Exactly. Yeah, no, that's, I, I get it. Okay, I get that then. You get where I'm coming from? Yeah, I get that. I thought it was just uh <laughs> my bad no, my bad no. my bad um another news Henrik Stenson named the captain of the European Ryder Cup team uh nice anything man. there it's Henrik for those of you that don't know now it's 2023 um Henrik Stenson <laughs> versus Zach Johnson we're not going to talk about that too much because obviously we have well over a year until that happens 1v1 um, decides the rider let's do it yeah I, I Henrik Stenson all day I'm a, yeah, I'm taking. Yeah, put my money on Benson too. Even though Zach Johnson just does his thing, though. Anyways, let's, yeah, let's dive hits, into. He hits the ball yeah. off the tee just without even knowing it. You know, this is, might be the fastest intro we've ever had. We're already diving into it, and we're only three minutes in. We're doing well, Darren. Yeah. Now, let's Pace get into play, this baby. because this was a, an absolute catastrophe of a day. I mean, of a week. It was um, a fucking gong show in Florida. Just horrible, shot. horrible time in Jacksonville. It was a joke. Uh, let's recap. <laughs> disastrous week for the players, at the players. I must say, because of how these things went, I only really tuned in and watched the final round on Monday. Um, I, I think you were keeping more tabs. And I, I remember I tuned in on Saturday when you had the first group, I believe it was like Brooks Kepka, um, 
shit. Who else? Xander Shoffley and one other dude, top guy in the world. I forget who. I'm blanking on the name right now. Is I don't know Ron? who it was, actually. No, I don't think so. But the Ron first group that me, hit on to 17, that played 17, three of the best Shuffle. players in the world. Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler. Right. Yes, Scotty thank Scheffler. you. Scotty Scheffler. So three top 10 guys all put in the water. And you knew from joke. there that the people with the morning tea times had an absolute disadvantage from the people with the afternoon tea times. I don't want to say that played a factor, but it absolutely played a factor. Like you saw so many star players get cut. And it was primarily because of the tea times. Darren, you brought up a thing that was on Saturday. I think it was uh, a three-stroke difference between people that teed off in the morning and a p- and uh, people that teed off in the afternoon, which essentially determined the cut line. Um, so yeah, it w- it wasn't even a fair tournament for Shoot. anybody here, Mm-mm. right? Like no. it was this. It wasn't the best could win. It was who had the best time slots could win. And that's what happened. And I don't want to take anything away of it because Cameron Smith obviously collected the $3.6 million paycheck, the Bang. highest on tour. Bang. All credit to him. But this outcome Lego. obviously could have been vastly different. Vastly sharing different. is caring if he wants to send some my way. Yes, send it to the boys at Scramble Squad Pod. We'll make our pod. <gasps> Please, legit. we'll do anything. Uh, mm-hmm. The Aussie with the mullet and the mustache with a bull Bro. riding father. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> this guy's uh, a dog. This yes, sir. Yeah, he no. fi- he, yeah. 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 Anything What's to say that? about Cam Smith? No, other than he's goaded. Like his haircut already puts him in Ugh. the top ten golfers of all time. Do you? I I hate it. I hate the ha- my dad and I. We were both cheering against him. He's got a mullet. He rocks all black clubs for steez. It's an okay. absolute beauty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How can you not like Cam Smith? It's the like, mullet. It's, it's the mullet it's for the, me. Did you see that he had um, AUS? The mullet scream sings I don't think he is, is intending. Shaved in the side of his head? He's got Oz, like, for Australia. Yeah, like, I mean, that's cool. Because because yeah. he, rock, he rocked that at the Olympics, and then he brought it back because he, I mean, he, he played well in the Olympics. So, like, I get it. But the Why mustache not? plus the, the thing, it's not my vibe. Like, it's fine. Go go him for that. But I was cheering against him because I didn't like the mustache. I'm the mullet. And to be fair, it's not right to just judge people's hair. Like, I'm going bald. Darren, Darren has red hair, and we're doing our thing. But I, I just don't personally like people. Mold, hey? I typically don't like people with. Uh, I don't mean to generalize. <laughs> and I love Cameron Smith, but I'm just saying, Say I'm not a mullet person. Say people with mullets mm. scream something that I don't like. Um. Mm. Anyways, that his finish was absolutely crazy. No, it's not the Outback thing. It's kind of the the. The um, that he rides dingoes for fun. No, it, it wasn't anything to do with Australian. I think I'm a I'm okay. a North Americanize it for a second. It's a North American perception of a mullet uh, on yeah. American-born people. Uh, what kinds you. of people wear those mullets? Anyways, Don't worry about this it. is a, this we're ta- touching on something we really absolutely should not be touching on right now. Why not? <laughs> Darren, we're Go gonna there. actually get in trouble. Go there. Go there. Tr- no, no. Go there. <laughs> his finish was absolutely crazy. Only had one par through his first thirteen holes. That's crazy. That's insane. He only had one par for the entire round. No, one he, par for the entire round. Oh, I one saw par for the, the yeah one par, the first one par for the entire round. Damn, no, bro. Okay. One par. One par okay. for the whole round. Ten birdies on the day. Ten birdies Damn. on the day. Have a day. And so. barely escaped disaster on eighteen. Yeah. 
Good on he you. also played directly at the pin on 17 because scared money don't make no money. And uh, you know what? I forgot about the mullet there because scared money don't make no money. This man took it at the pin on 17, which was absolutely insane. He had the best shot of the day there, and Damn he man. was right in two-stroke lead at the time. So you know what? Yep. I, I, I'm, I love Cameron Smith. And I, I forget. I'm sorry <laughs> about making rude comments about your hair. Um, <laughs> anyways, he hasn't seen his family in two years. Hadn't seen his family in wow. two years. Really? And just a couple of weeks ago, they actually flew into Jacksonville to see him play in this tournament specifically. And look yeah, at that. Boom. As far as the final up. round went, though, outside of Cam Smith, if you watched it, you know what happened. But even an eventful final round couldn't save the mess that was the Players' Championship this year. Uh, keys to success for Cam, uh, his putting, absolutely incredible. He's been one of the best on tour all year in that regard, and he's pr- he proved why it's very helpful yesterday, especially when he one-putted eight of his last nine holes. Mm. Not bad. Anir Ben Lahiri... Teach me, sir. Yes. And Anir Ben Lahiri was opened a door by Smith going into the water on 18. Uh-huh. And he failed to birdie. Well, he had a, a yep. bad approach shot. Very bad approach shot, actually. Uh, and he couldn't force the playoff, obviously. Tough hole to do so, but you know what it is. Uh, Paul Casey was knocked out of contention because his ball plugged on 16 after he hit the best drive of his day. Um, that was sad. So the man yeah. had to lay up because he had no idea what to do. Uh, I, and he was like, he got a rules official. He was like, this is ridiculous. But he was like, he knew. He was like, I can't do shit about this. You have to play it's it. clean in place, but it's absolutely they can't do that. Yes. And just to make just to make our point clear why this tournament sucked, um, <laughs> the first round of this tournament lasted 54 hours. You know, not, not the casual, like, 12 hours from start to finish. No, 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 no. This was 54 hours. It spanned, like, three days. This that was, was the worst thing I've ever painful. watched. Three painful. days. What? I'm glad like, you had that's... time on yeah. Monday to watch. I actually meant to yeah. say that. I'm glad you actually had time. For a lot of people, like myself, I was yeah. working till 4.30 yeah. yesterday. So, it was like, I did not catch any of it. Outside of, again, me being at Golf Town, having it playing yeah. over the speaker. So it was like, it's actually nice, but I was like, damn, is the third round and the fourth round same day? Yes? Oh, yeah. okay. Like, <laughs> for real. No. And that's bad for the ratings. Like, terrible for 100%. the ratings, right? Like, we expect the PGA Tour, like, this is one of their prime Finish on a Monday. A, a $20 million purse is by far the highest on tour. You need to make up the money and the revenue streams to get there. And they lost fans, fans in attendance. Well, obviously, because... I'm sure they sold the tickets. I don't think they issued refunds, but uh, no. the, the people weren't attending because of storms, and then the yeah, and then the TV viewers dropped dramatically in the round four. So can I just say something real quick? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they had a third grader scheduling this tournament. <laughs> well, I, it's odd to me that they didn't. Uh, I mean, I I get that because I I don't understand how. Uh, it's like it's almost as if they were in, they weren't prepared for the rain, even though the forecast said three of the four days is gonna pour. Uh, I I just felt like I mean what could what more could they have done though? What could they have done to prevent what happened? I mean se- sending people out at six thirty five p.m. to start their round and only get one tee shot in before they blow the horn out because of dark- darkness. That's absurd. But like, what could you do differently? Could you just push everything back? You can't have a Tuesday finish. No, why not? Like at this, because people point, are at Vals- Valspar now. Like it's the next tournament. So can okay. So this is where where I go with that. 
at the significance of the tournament, okay? Obviously, don't cancel the tournament. Mm-hmm. But you basically have three or four days where you have really piss-poor weather, very unfavorable conditions for half, if not three-quarters of the field in comparison mm-hmm. to a lot of guys who teed off, right? Yeah. So from a planning perspective, I understand that guys are playing in the Valspar, that you're already moved on to that. So this is how I see it. The players, as far as the tournament goes, yeah. halts, holds, and it's almost like what you do with the FedEx. You know when you see those guys going into the um, Tour Championship and you see their strokes, like guys start with leads? Yeah. Okay. That's where I would be looking at it going, where do I have open weeks to move into a schedule so that I can fit the players into that where they would resume play in favorable conditions so that everybody can have it at the ranking that it's set in right now at this moment. That's how I would do it. Whether that happens on a Wednesday, whether that happens on a Thursday, whether that happens Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, doesn't really matter to me. Like I get it. But you're also the PGA. Yeah. I understand people are moving to Valspar, and there's people probably already there. But like I said, just 20 seconds ago, you're the PGA. You have the money and the time, as well as the resources, to have your players roll a tournament Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, who are good in the field, especially mm-hmm. at the caliber of this tournament, and then have them look at it and say, look, you don't have a day off, and you're going to go right to the Valspar if you're playing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Fair. I mean, good point. Uh, another aspect, though, is like a lot of people are complaining about uh, them moving the players back into March. Because for the past like five years, aside from I don't know what happened last year, um, COVID the, had it on COVID. Mother's Day. Yeah, but they this had it for cool. like the pa- for the pa- they moved back into March, and it was yeah. in May for a, a, t- a certain period of time. Like I get it being with the the Florida stretch in March with the other tournaments. But like you saw the horrendous conditions at Bay Hill, it may, mainly wind, and and even at the Honda Classic, you saw some dumping rain that factored into the the rounds there with Shane Lowry, obviously. Um, oh, we do have a technical dilemma, of course. I will. What's up? And media for all. So we're cruising. We're going to go FaceTime. There we go. Here he is. Pardon me. What's up, dude? We're back. Okay. Okay. Um... So obviously we saw Bay Hill also the conditions Shane Lowry that whole debacle. So the Florida swing is typically typically has some crazy ass weather. Um, the way it goes, you know, it is what it is. Whatever. Uh, we can move on from that kind of. Daniel Berger going head to head with Victor Hovland and Joel Damon on drop location, and they were arguing pretty heavily about that. Uh, Daniel Berger said some shit. Uh, Victor Hovland kind of said some shit, and Joel Damon tried to play the guy in the middle, but was also on Hovland's side. Uh, is Daniel Berger tripping? I think so. I mean, this is my thing. Obviously, if you're... <laughs> the saying goes, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Like, I yeah. get it. He's watching his ball intently. 
and he's mm-hmm. he's got his line picked out, and that's where he thought it felt. And this is yeah. the thing with Victor Hovland as well as Joel Damon. They're not only are they rule, ruling for you know their positions, they're also ruling and setting the precedent for the entire field. Yeah. And that's where I don't have an issue with it. Like, they, they handled it really well. Daniel Berger, yeah, you know what? Like, I'm glad he did. He, he deserves to push. He deserved to really, you know, make his case, and he did. But mm. honestly, watching it and listening to it, I, I agreed with, with Hovland and yeah. even just in the fact that, you know, they're ruling for the whole field, and this is, you know, yeah. a championship with the biggest purse that we've seen. Today. I I fully agree. I do think they had the right spot there. Um, but I don't think Dan- I think Daniel Berger like truly believed that's where his ball ended up. I don't yeah. think he. Had, I think like he he said I never have taken a bad job in my life. He's a stand up guy. Like I think yeah. he truly believed that that ball sliced a lot more than it did. And he said it yeah. started way left. I don't think I think he's he, he I think it started further right than he actually thought. Um, yes. I think they I got agree. the correct spot. It's fine. Daniel Berger was very pissed off, called them wrong about it, but we'll never know. So, Len. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, sorry. Because they, no, it's okay. They talked about um, Shot Tracer. And I know yeah. that they have video replay yeah. for us to watch. Can they not bring a tablet out with that and identify where the point exactly crossed the water? Like, you is would that think so. That the PGA could do now? But I think the only camera on it was the camera from behind. Behind it. That's, is, Even, that's the only angle I saw. And that yeah, showed the shot tracer, but it's a bit zoom. of optical illusion. Can you still use zoom? Like, I, there's no yeah, way you can Yeah, but could me. you accurately? Yeah. But, like, it's tough. Two diff- there's yeah. three different angles in play, and two of them agree- said that it was in this spot, and they were confident about it. Victor Hovland said he was not comfortable with it being placed anywhere near Daniel Berger's spot. So, yeah. um, I, I, it'd be odd to go... 15 holes without an issue with with your playing partner and then all of a sudden there without yeah. it without it being reasonable i i think yeah. i would assume everybody's there's nobody in the wrong there because it was all interpretation but yeah. i would have to go majority rules in that position um i agree and i don't know so be... i i think we should find should find if we can find like accurate information to see if where it actually crossed over yeah um would it be yeah. fair to say that with something like that then because i understand that they talk about and yeah. believe me i'm going to take as much as of this when i can when i'm when i'm taking penalties where the the point of entry right so obviously it's the furthest down like where you go for point of entry but with something like that given the course of stature this level do you think that they have designated drop zones where like if it goes over x or if you're in within this boundary that you've hit it in, regardless of where it starts, you end up getting to hit from this drop zone. Not there, not on that no. hole. I mean, you think you would, but like they don't there because the rules official came out and literally said like it's your interpretation. This is the hole as it is. Like you see, yeah. uh, there's drop zones on like on 17. There's a drop yeah. zone. There's no drop zone on any other hole. Point of entry. It's point of yeah, entry. Is the it rule. is what it is. So. And I think there's a drop zone on a hole 13 as well. Maybe. Um, okay. Not pot. Yeah, it d- definitely has to be because they're playing all over water. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, I would assume yes. Um, anyways, first before we jump into it, first Monday fi- finish at the player since 2005. So it's been a long time. Hopefully, it'll be a long time again before that happens because that really sucked. Um, speaking of TPC Sawgrass, 
Since we spent the, the weekend at one of the most famous venues in golf, which is playable for everybody, dot, 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 if you can afford it. <laughs> I wanted to highlight the peak pricing at Sawgrass this year. It start, it's $840 peak pricing. That makes it the single most expensive tee time in the States and probably the world. Now, if you think that's ba- fair based on the allure, the allure that it holds, think again. This course is ranked the 10th best public course you can play by golf.com. That's high, but it barely cracks the top 10. Yeah. Meaning it's literally the worst value in all of golf. And to add yeah. to it, according to the Golf Digest, who I, 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 I like Golf Digest course list way more than golf.com, golf.com seems to hold like tradition as like a main component, a factoring component mm. of their ranking system, which that I don't makes, like. They uh, fame yeah. and allure, whereas Golf Digest seems to aim at the course itself. Like they yeah. like the courses. Like so, I'll, I'm gonna run through the two lists and you tell me what you think. But Golf Digest ranked it the 11th best public course in America alone. So America alone, Golf Digest, Golf.com had it number 10 public courses in the world. Um, Golf Digest mm. had it. You can play in North America, I would assume, maybe, hopefully, because they're not factoring in St. Andrews there. Anyways, Golf Digest, number 11 best public course in America. And to add more to it, the peak pricing one year ago was $140 less. But let's just run quickly through the top 10 public courses you can play, according to Golf.com. Number 10 is TPC Sawgrass. Number 9 is Bandon Dunes. Number 8 is Bandon Trails. Number 7 is Casa de Campo. Number six is Kiowa Island Ocean Course. Five, Beth Page Black. Four, Cabot Cliffs. Shout out Cabot Cliffs, Canada. Three, yeah. Pacific Dunes. Two, Pinehurst. Number two, huh, fitting. Uh, number one's Pebble Beach. Now, Pebble Beach is about 550 bucks. Pebble Beach is by far the best public course in the maybe the world. Agreed. So, Agreed. And you could probably pay two rounds for the price of like just one and a quarter round which is absolutely absurd because would you rather play pebble beach or sawgrass like it's not even not even even a a debate not even a question like you can go play look every okay there's a course in like every province every state that's a replica course go play their replica replica of hole 17 you're playing the exact same thing 135 yards with an island green get over it pay 50 dollars and walk away um also you could play one round at sawgrass this darren Darren, would you rather play? This is my would you rather question for the day. Would you rather play okay. one round at TPC Sawgrass, or th- would you rather throw in one hundred extra dollars and play three at Bandon, which are all ranked higher, all three of them? So Bandon Dunes, Bandon Trails, and Pacific Dunes, which is ranked number three, for a hundred more dollars. Which one are you picking? The easiest one I'll ever. Bro, go to Oregon and play in Bandon Dunes. Bandon Dunes Hell has yeah. got. Hell yeah. Bandon Dunes, Pacific I'm going to Dunes, and Bandon Trails. Bandon Trails. It's a joke. Mm-hmm. 900 bucks. See, the, <laughs> Get off your Relax. <laughs> so, the only thing with the, the golf.com list, the I agree with somehow, more. Hey? Yeah. The only thing I agree with this list more is I think Bandon Trails is a better course than Bandon Dunes, but it's my bias. It's whatever. Um, okay. Uh, so, here's the Golf Digest top 100, I mean, top tr- public track. Top 10 public tracks in the states say, alone, here all day which is very much different than golf.coms, but I do agree with this one more. Shut up. <laughs> I'm flying through it. Trying, trying, trying. Uh, number 10, different, different look here for the first two, very different. Uh, Spyglass Hill, which Ooh. is near Pebble Beach, 
I'm in yep. the same area, Monterey Peninsula. Um, yep. Number nine, Aaron Hills. Yes. I was oh, surprised. Ooh. I love that. Yeah. Yes, that's, sir. That's a take. That's I interesting. like that, though. I like that's that. why I was like, I kind of like this list more because it's a good track. I want to know their reason, but I... Uh, they have it on their website. I can send you the link okay. after. I, you know what? I, one of my weeks, I'll do a feature on Aaron Hills because I do think okay. it's one of the more underrated courses in America. Um, yeah. What are you trying to do? It's trying to do something weird. Um, <laughs> all right. Number eight is Bethpage Black, which is three spots lower as it should be. Uh, then yeah. the golf.com number seven is Bandon dunes number six is pinehurst number two which is way more fitting i think i don't think it's the second best public course in america um right. number five is actually shadow creek in las vegas which surprises me i want to play I that think it's so wild. bad i i want to play is that tiger's course that's tiger's course in vegas right? no no no, no. that's uh, what's it called routinely. um fuck like, you, you think, of... I, it's not it's not the same area but were you thinking Payne valley that's Tiger's course. Th- I know that. Pains Valley. So pa- okay. yeah, that I do. I'm I don't sorry. think. Sh- Let me see who Shadow, Shadow Creek is. isn't his course, but I know he plays. It oh, he plays there. Oh, okay. All okay, the that's time. My bad. Yeah, he does a lot of his. Um, no, it's okay. Is it a he does a lot of his. Um, oh, a lot of his showcases in Vegas. Yeah. He does at Shadow Creek. Um, like I'm trying to that's find that's been on yeah. my radar for for wanting to go out and play. Man, I like this Golf Digest. Golf Digest is th- their their list so far. Like I haven't looked at these, but that is, yeah, that's definitely one that I mean I'm I'm favoring so far. Yeah. No, I'm trying to uh, design. Who designed Shadow Creek? Is all I'm trying to find. Ah, it is Fazio. That was my Fazio. guess. Got it. Yeah. I should have said that louder because then I would have sounded smart. Ladies and um, gentlemen, Lenny in the building. Let's go. Yes. Shadow <laughs> Creek is number five. Number yep. four is Kiowa Ocean Course. Okay. Fitting there. Fitting. Um, Very. Number three. Number three didn't make the list on the other one. Whistling Straits. Thank Tough you. Pete, Pete Dye design also. Pete Thank Dye, you. Pete Dye, way better design in Kohler, Wisconsin than in in uh, whatever fucking Jacksonville, Florida. One of my favorite, right. if not favorite, courses on television to stare at. It is yeah. jaw dropping. How gorgeous this golf course is. Yes. Like absolutely. I watched the Golf Digest course blog, and it was crazy because mm-hmm. it was listening. They started with Flatland. All of that they yeah. carved out with excavators which blew my mind it looks so mm. natural it he did an unbelievable job like an unbelievable yes. job darren you've been watching those flyovers that i told you to watch eh damn right i have well, are you kidding see me? we're gonna do some spotlight features on these golf courses because shadow mm-hmm. creek want to talk about darren really wants to talk about whistling streets so we'll do a pete die feature in my one of my weeks and you can talk about whistling streets if you like so down. um i also like to talk about aaron hills and the number two and number one are, is the most fitting in America. Pacific Dunes number two, which is are, is definitely the second best course, definitely the second best course public yeah. wise in America. And then obviously Pebble Beach is the number one. Um, yeah. No one can disagree with that. If you do disagree, you should probably take up a, a different life. Um, anyways, jumping into something new, something there. Um, I don't know because I'm trying to fly me... through this. We're doing well, I think. Twenty six. What you got? What are you saying? I got one question before we yes. before we move on to something. Cypress Hill. Over Cypress, Point. Cypress, Cypress Point. Point. Cypress Point. Cypress Point. Spyglass Hill, Cypress Point, and then Pebble Beach, right? Those are the three. Yeah. My bad. Pardon me. So, Cypress Hill, that private or public? Well, Cypress Point. Cypress Point. I did it again. Spyglass Cypress... Hill. 
Yep. Yeah. Cypress Point. Yes. And Pebble. Okay, so Cypress, is it private? Or yeah, is it's it... private. It's okay, private. so that makes sense. I was going to say, because that, if that was playable, the best are you playing there or Pebble Beach? It's it's uh, Cypress it's all day. That's the best course yeah. in America. Okay. Um, but yes, Agreed. Pebble Beach is the, the public the public number one. It's a public version. Um, gotcha. Yes. It's not quite as dramatic, but it's still the same view, same area. Um, look, Darren, you and I will be on different sides of this segment, but maybe not. Um, I try, We tried having this debate with my dad, actually, with you on the phone. Uh, I haven't spoken to him since because he was that wrong. Yeah, I just never want to speak to him again because he's a little bitch. Um, also, Mikey, you're a bitch. Lenny, Lenny called, <laughs> you called your dad an idiot for me, which, Mike, when you listen to what this, did I, call I did him? not call you an idiot. Oh, yeah. No, he called you an idiot. Loud and clear. He's trying to take it back now. Anyways. Are you joking? Relax. (laughs) We're going to touch on golf etiquette and unwritten rules of golf because they piss Uh me off. Um, Some basic basic etiquette rules I think we mutually can agree on. And there's some that we definitely do not agree on. What about showing up? So I'm just going to fire these off. We're going to talk about them very quickly. 30 seconds tops each. Each because I think that would be cool. Um, Let's do it. Rapid fire. Showing up at least 15 minutes early for your tea time. Yep. Yes. Agree. Agreed. Um, nothing special about to say. Okay. Putting with too many balls on the practice green. How many is too many? Like 10, 5. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely three absurd. Tops. Should, three, three tops. Three tops. Three tops. 100%. Dude, if you're one of those people, go to fucking golf academy. Like, <laughs> don't go on a golf course practice green Bro, and if you put gotta, 10. If you got a range bucket of golf balls yeah. to butt, like find just your, stop. find yourself, yeah, find yourself back in your car and go home. Like, dude, okay, let's just most typically they'll have like six, six, seven, eight holes on the putting green. You yep. don't get to have thirty balls because there's gonna be ten other people on those. It's not fair. Like you're ridiculously yeah. stupid. Um, don't. Oh, I mean, if you listen, it's fine. If you listen, trying to get your game right, I'm no one to say because my game sucks. But please don't do that. Um, so, Lenny, what about? Yes. Real quick, because this is this is my thing too. Okay. You need to learn routine as you work through. That's that's part of the process. Yeah. So how are you establishing a routine when you're hitting thirty plus, if not like. Or, or, like, not 30-plus putts, but if you have golf balls just in a bundle and you're standing in the same spot and you're just pulling them and hitting them, pulling them, hitting them, pulling them. Like, watch pros. Unless they have a tee gate or using the drill specifically for their putting mm-hmm. stroke, they're never just grabbing a ball, moving it to the side, and putting into it. But that's probably they're what they're doing if you have 10 balls, I'm assuming, right? Like, like yeah, no, if you're you doing warm-up for a round, you shouldn't be doing that. Take, yeah. I mean, take exactly. Take your time. Take your time. You're not a professional golfer. No, exactly. Just, just um, get a new routine. Yes. Uh, looking for your ball for more than five minutes. Should be more than three minutes, but... If it's a Pro V1, fuck yeah, go get that. <laughs> as long... You can hold... You can look for your... I think my opinion is you can look for your ball as long as there's nobody waiting on the tee. Like, if there's... Agreed. If you're looking for three minutes and there's somebody waiting, three minutes tops. If there's be nobody sensible. following, like... Take your sweet ass time, find as yeah. many balls to replace it as you can because you're gonna need them. If you're looking for one ball, you're definitely gonna be looking for ten other balls because you're missing missing the fairway a lot. Yeah, um, what about sta- standing behind someone? Sorry, did you have something to add to that or no? No, it's just just like you said, be Perfect. sensible. Just be smart. Standing behind someone as they hit their shot. I'm fine with that. Okay, perfect. Because some people oh, get really hurt. mad. I I have a story, a quick story, very Standing quick story. Behind, Thirty seconds. But, 
Where else are you supposed so, to stand? Right in front of them? Stand, yeah. no, like, you dodge in a line, wrench, in their ball, eyes right? saw peripheral vision. I had some oh, guy who was standing like 10 yards back. I was golfing with at Muskoka Bay Club, which is a number, well, yeah, still is the number one public golf course in Ontario. Now, I golfed with this gentleman. I would not call him a gentleman. He really sucked. Um, anytime I was within 10 yards of his peripheral vision, he would I give me the stink eye that he wanted to murder me. So I I, sh- I was a little bitch back then. So I would like, oh, sorry, I moved out of the way further and like, fine. And he was getting pissed off at me because I did that a couple of times. But knowing myself now, I would probably hit him with a putter. Um, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Square in the face with a putter. I hate people like yeah. that. I don't care. Look. You can you can follow etiquette as long as you want, but if you're being a bitch, then you should just get hit in the face with a putter. Um, <laughs> so that's where Lenny stands on the topic. Uh, walking on a player's line. In context, so for me, if I got a leg putt that's above 30, 30 feet, twenty feet even, I could I could care less. Especially if I'm teeing off midday, you gotta be like. The 30th person, 40th, probably maybe even 100th, depending on the course you play, to step on that exact spot. Like, I get it, Mm. but if you have to make your way, if you have to go out of your way around me to go through my line, I don't care. Walk through. Like, it is what it is, right? And even if we're playing casually, if you got, like, a 10-footer and you're just, like, casually walking through, we're talking, you step on my line, I don't care. Unless you're just, like, going all sky zone on me and just jumping on the green in front of it, digging your spikes in the ground. Or like Lenny said to his dad, if you play on Moss, <laughs> that it's gonna matter. But like, yeah, ain't nobody playing on Moss. That would be ridiculous. Number two is the greens are they're mowed enough, and I bet yeah. you there's so much shit on them on public meetings that we play yeah. that stepping on your line doesn't matter unless it's in a tournament and it's like three four feet, and you feel like yes. if there's money on the line. Sure. Like maybe okay, but it doesn't affect. It does like it does not affect it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like a professional golfer, or you intentionally step on someone's line and be a complete jackass, rip your spikes in the ground before they pop. Yeah. Okay. Yes, so I thing. agree. Um, if moss is soft, moss compresses. Gra- your grass on your green should not compress like that. Also, if you really think somebody's gonna put a dent in your mark in front of you, you're just that's fat shaming. That is pure fat shame. If you think somebody is going to put a dent in your ground walking across your line like that, that is offensive and you should be canceled. Absolutely canceled. That's not okay. Not okay at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, what about the 50 other people that walked on your line before you got to the green, you dumbass? Um, Okay. Yes. Quick fire the rest of these. Hell yeah. I need to get worked up about it. That's all I'm saying. I'm worked up if somebody tells me not to step in the line. As much as I love golf courses and I work at a golf course, I will dig a hole um, on your line. Lenny's got a shovel. <laughs> Placing your bag on a tee box. Apparently, that's the thing. What? Oh, sue me. <laughs> I do it all the time. I put it right Yeah, it's not the, the green. Like, come on. You cut it slightly lower than the fairway. There's no difference. Like, relax. Like, where do you want it? Do you moss. want it on the cart path? Do you want me to put in the bo- Do you want to put it in the pond? Like, what? What's up? Lenny, we're playing on moss, apparently. Apparently, the golf course is delicate and sensitive, and you need to treat it as such. Apparently, if you put your bag on the tee, on the, on the tee on. then somebody will, it'll slope. 
and it'll roll, your ball will roll. To, I, like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, you have a large tee box. What's the point? That, that was a theory, Darren. I was trying to find a reason people would get mad for putting it on a tee box. So, like, don't drive across a tee box in a car. Like, it, yeah, don't, but fine. Um, don't be a donkey, oh, but, like... This is one that fine. you never used to do. What's up? Correct different patterns on the range. Oh, yeah, I never used to do it. Um... I now after doing it, I cannot stand. That's that's a rule that like, yeah, you should totally follow as far as etiquette goes. Please, please, please. I understand. I used to not be like that. I used to take chunks. I used to just not give a shit. Mm-hmm. And then I remember going in and practicing a lot, and then getting to a point where I was like, I actually can't even hit shots anymore. Outside yeah. of hitting out of the same divot that I hit out of or other people's because I mean, I would continue off of everyone's sometimes. Like I'd yeah. find fresh grass and continue off of it, but it just got annoying. Like it's You're just, ruining just the grass. You're yeah. making clumps, making it yep. much harder to repair when you're trying to regrow. Now, just fix it. You just hit the ball in the straight line, basically maybe a few strokes backwards, and then go up to the tip of the the divot that you have before and work your way back again so there's no grass in between each divot. Like, that is, there shouldn't be grass between your divots because that is not fair to other people because we have to space ourselves out. That's the one thing I do, like, you need to to do. Anything course-related, maintenance-related, I'm all for. Um, Checking your phone too much, Darren. This is for 80-year-olds, apparently, that don't like people looking at their phones um is that an issue looking at your phone no i mean if as long as you if it's your turn to hit hit the ball and then look at your phone right like yeah that's fine okay i mean it's one of those Um, like yeah if you're if you're playing like again reading your playing partner like if you're with your friends obviously you're not gonna be like if some guy that i'm playing with is dull as shit and he doesn't want to talk to me but he wants Mm -hmm. to get worked up about me being on my phone like Bro, kick rocks. If you're not gonna talk yes. to me, I'm gonna be on my phone. I'm gonna find a way. I'm gonna find a way to make you null and void. So beat it. Absolutely. Okay. Next one Next. is listening to music. Oh, I'm for it. Hundred percent. Yeah. AirPods, podcast. Like, okay, that's this one's the key mixed. for me. This this is yeah. me. If you have earphones, that's your first line for me, anyways. Especially if mm-hmm. you are a single or a double playing with other people. But if you're with your friends, yeah, yeah. take the speaker out there. If people are out on the other hole and they can hear your music and they're yeah. gonna get pissed off, they're gonna tell you, turn it down. Just be respectful. Yeah, exactly. Turn it down. Don't. This is to see, a level where, that only you and your playing partners can hear. That's perfect. This is where the music really, in my opinion, starts to get dicey because a lot of people don't follow that. They'll look at it. They'll get butt hurt about some guy saying, "Hey, look, like I just want you to turn the music down." Now, granted, some people take it the wrong way in terms of their communication, but I've been there. I've looked at a guy who was blaring a speaker in the back of his cart. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm sorry, but can you turn your music down? And he got absolutely mm-hmm. living with me. I was like, look, I'm listening to music in one earbud and I can still hear you. That's mm-hmm. that's loud as shit. And you need to stop. Like, turn it down. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. Um, clothing. Yeah. <laughs> this one oh, is God. a huge thing for me. Huge thing for me. You Go first ahead. or me first? We got to fly through them. But I'm I'm a I'm a dependent on the golf course, but I could care less. You could pull up in a hoodie, hoodie hoodie and good pants and golf stuff. I, I'm for it. Like it's a mood. Yo, if you're comfortable. This is what I'm gonna say. If I'm paying eight hundred and forty dollars to play TPC Sawgrass, they do not have the right to fucking dictate what I wear. I'm gonna wear Fact. sweatpants and Fact. pull up 
$840, you're going to tell me yeah. I look too broke to be on a golf course? I just paid $840, you dumb bitch. Like, yeah. no, we're not doing this. We're not playing this. You can wear whatever you want. This is the ridiculous thing of golf. It's like the higher scale course you play, the dressier you have to be. Like, no, I'm already paying a lot of money for a round of golf. Like, why am I doing that? I'm not going to golf town paying $90 for a collared shirt. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I've, I I like golf clothes because I like like the fashion side of it. Like I want like nice shorts, nice shirts. 100%. It's fine. Yeah, but I get my shit at Tilly's. Like it, I'm never paying top. Pr- it, golf is so expensive, and golf clothes are absolutely ridiculously overpriced. You yeah. can't just if somebody's gonna pay for a round of golf. Like how are you gonna tell them no? You look like shit. Like nah, you can wear sweatpants and a hoodie. If you have a problem with this. If you have a problem with what I'm saying here, what Darren says when you say wear what you want, this podcast isn't for you. Yo, Lenny, and I, I'm ha- happily, boldly saying that, and my brother's going to be very pissed at that. But I'm saying, like, if you can't allow people to dress the way they want, then something's wrong with you. Like, th- there's, there is a fine line, in my opinion, like, as to what is deemed appropriate for what to play in but at the same Mm -hmm. time like i think everybody can agree that you know the idea of only dress pants a collared shirt a specific one look or one set of uniform essentially to follow showing Mm -hmm. up to this isn't really it's it's not it's it doesn't belong in my opinion like fashion is so across the board like there are times where i'm pulling up in in a baggy aritzia hoodie to the golf course and it's is honestly like i can even wear a crew neck and it just looks it looks cozy it's comfortable Mm -hmm. it doesn't look bad like honestly the way i style it i i will put it i'll put a post up on ig it looks dope moral of the story we like we like golf clothes for fashion but don't make it a class game don't tell people yeah. what they can and can't wear. That's bullshit. Um, Just follow the line. It's not. We're well, not country clubs. We're phase out the old people in that sen- in that regard. Like, mm-hmm. if you really care about what people wear at a golf course, if that really bothers you, then go pay your private membership fee and enjoy it. But it's fine. I'm Do your I thing. Look better than you. Wear what you want. Um, ball I'm sorry marks, Darren. Let's. Darren, we're 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 slow. We're. <laughs> our time is. Too- <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, our time. We're running out. So let's yeah. do it quickly. Ball marks. Fix your damn ball marks. Fix. Uh, Shadows. Your shadows on the green. Does that bother you? Same kind of thing with line a little bit, right? Get off. Get off your high horse. Who cares? If it affects the line, maybe. Like, if for the read, I I don't. Okay. How? If it's a gimme, like. If if you got a problem with the shadow, I'm gonna tell you. Ah, redirect the fucking sun. (laughs) Get off yourself. Like, sorry, I can't position. Have you, ever tra- the- have you ever tried playing a sunset? Like, you can't avoid. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can't, like, use your brain. Like, oh right. my god. Uh, okay, the this one goes to my dad. so bad this week. Fuck the swear jar. Make <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, I don't know what it is. We'll, we'll, we'll count it up next week when we have time. Make it's sure a it's a nice shot before you say nice shot. This goes to my dad specifically. He says good shot when you put in the rough. It's like, wait, nice shot. I might hit you I'm, with my iron too. I'm the same, I'm the same way yeah, as Mike. You guys are stupid. I'm too nice. Okay, in, in fairness, I apologize for the people that I play with. Guys, I love yes. you. You're just it just nice. happens because like, no, no, honest to God, like, it's not that I don't expect much out of them, 
but like mm. the way that I've seen them hit shots and then like for for a lot of starter golfers who top it or don't even get it off the ground it's yeah. it's more demoralizing to see a golf ball move like two feet or completely miss it than yeah. it is to have someone like actually like you get it up in the air and curve right. like I know it's not yes. straight and I know it's in the wrong spot but yeah, yeah absolutely. In my dad's defense, he's blind, so he can't actually see where the shot goes. Um, well, mm-hmm. he's losing his sight, I think. He can't see where the ball goes very well. I think that's Mikey. why he says nice shot. Anyways, you, take, taking your ball out of the hole before the next person putts. <laughs> Does that bother you if someone leaves their ball in? Like, they're trying to save their back. Like, it's fine. I don't care. I think it's dude, funny that I, you like people- the sound, oh. though. Oh, sound. I do, I do, but like I did this in club championships with my buddy Dan. He put it out a three footer. I had a two footer. He, I didn't even finish walking and marking my ball out. He finished. I finished. I picked his ball yeah. up and threw it to him. Like, I don't care. True. See, this I is where care. I can contradict myself because I, it bothers me when somebody leaves their ball in. Like, mm. I, I hate. I'm like against all these etiquette rules, but for some reason, I like having an empty cup to put in. So, ladies um, and gentlemen, when I yeah. jar every putt with Lenny, I'm leaving my golf ball in. You're welcome. It's fine. I need to get used to it. I need to get used to it. Uh, talking during shots. Let's have a conversation, Do Darren. Do it. Let's, Do let's it. make this Scottsdale. Let's make this TPC Scottsdale. Let's 100%. have some fun, have some drinks, have conversations when we're swinging. Done. If you don't like it, then find other playing partners. That's simple. Agreed. That one's Agreed. an easy fix. That one's an yep. easy fix. If you don't like it, I get it. Um, just find other playing partners that don't talk because this one is two things. Where I understand where people are coming from when they want quiet, but at the same time, I'm like, if those people, if your friends are talkative and they want to talk during their shots, they can. And... If you don't like it, just find other friends to golf yeah, with, obviously. Uh, emotion, or lack thereof. We were talking about Terrell, Terrell Hatton uh, mm-hmm. the other day because he was he shows a lot more emotion than any other golfers. And we were like, this guy gets angry. And then the commentators are like, he doesn't look fun. He doesn't look like he enjoys golfing. And I, I kind of like it. I like when people throw clubs. I love anger, yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. It resonate with it. Yeah. Emotion. We like emotion. Dude, pro emotion. emotion means you pro care. Emotion, pro- That's the thing. So tell me he's not a golfer. Like, he's having fun. Exactly. He's not having fun because he wants yes. to hit good shots. Duh. Dumb statement. Okay. <laughs> Next. Yes, sir. Relax. Um, am I Go missing anything? Yourself. Is there any other things, Darren? None that I could think of. I mean, okay. honestly, as far as as far as far etiquette goes, I think you nailed it. Um, so for anybody in the pod, if you all want to fire it up and have the most for casual sure. round of golf. So, yeah. Welcome to the Scramble Squad. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so this week we're trying to do as much stuff in under an hour as possible to see if we can get a jam-packed show in and make it entertaining and still do bang, it bang. in under an hour. So that's the thing. Darren, we have 10 minutes to go for the okay. preview and the weekly picks. So we're going to dive it. right into that. But yep. just if you like it like this, then let us know. But if you'd like us to expand on more things for next week going forward, let us know. Because we're trying to feel things out. We enjoy the fast talk, but we also enjoy the slow thing. So maybe we'll mix it up. Anyways, wasting time doing this. Innisbrook Resort. Copperhead course, par 71, 7,340 yards. My personal favorite course in the Florida swing. Slightly underrated being in the hangover position of the Players' Championship. Still garnering a decent field despite that. Despite that, with 5 of the top 10 and 20 of the top 50 in the world in the field. Also gives us some elevation changes, which is completely different from every other Florida course because I, Florida golf is boring and flat. Let's get that straight. Uh, yep. Which so it's a not first non-flat course in over a month. Even Riviera, like it's kind of flat, except some places. Riviera in California we love, but it is relatively flat um, for being a California track. Anyways, 
Colin Morikawa say is set to make his Valspar debut, which yep. is about time. Um, it's a stupid ass trophy, isn't it, Darren? We talked about this earlier. What do you have to say about yeah, the trophy? I mean, at first I thought it was sick because we thought the snake logo that represents yeah. Copperhead was the trophy, and we were fired up. Uh, it's a paintbrush. <laughs> it's a paintbrush. Fitting, um, fitting, fitting Florida, Florida Championship Golf. That's all. But it, 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 it's the Copperhead course. Come on, do this on. right. And yeah, also, yeah, it's home to the Snake Pit, and it's what Copperhead is known for: the Snake Pit. The yep. three finishing holes, including a tough par four, followed by a 200-plus par three, and a closing with a t- another tough par four. So two par fours and a par three. Um, and, yeah, like, it's it should be a snake. They could have done so much more with their thingy. Sorry, Valspar. You need to not be a paintbrush. It's a paint company, by the way, if no one realized. Um, Larry Packard design places emphasis on position of the tee. It's a shot maker's course. Over, don't get fooled by the distance. It's more of a shot maker's course. It's not a distance course, um, even though you do have to hit good drives and spots. Uh, Sam Burns, defending champ, the last stop of the Florida swing. Darren, do you have a take on this year's stretch in Florida in general Thank or this golf course? God, it's, in... <laughs> it's the toughest five weeks of golf. Like it, it's yeah, it is. Starting at Riviera in California, I'm I'm throwing that in there because we had that course, which is tough, and then you have. The Honda Classic, absolutely can be a devastating course. And then Bay Hill, so sorry, at PGA National. And then Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill, absolutely yep. difficult, super difficult. Yep. The easiest course of the Florida stretch probably is Sawgrass, which uh, is not so easy. Especially out of $840. Especially that, plus the amount of uh, water. And it just... There, yeah. $840 plus the 24 balls that you'll lose at the golf course on 17 you gotta um, that And in. then Copperhead course, obviously, is very difficult as well. Uh, Darren, what's your, do you have a favorite course on this swing that we're wrapping mm, up? I mean, if you're including the Genesis. Or no, you said the Genesis? No, what, sorry, no, no, that's not part of the Florida swing, though. I was that's just including the, the tough courses. I was going to say, because that one, that one's my favorite. But, um, okay, what's your favorite? Swing, uh, gotta be Bay Hill. Really? Yeah, I'm a, Over I'm a very big fan of yeah, big fan okay. of Bay Hill. I am interesting. Really am. Bay Hill is probably my third favorite. I'm not fourth seeing favorite. the <laughs> not seeing the hype honestly in Sawgrass. I think yeah, honestly, I, I really don't think it's this is my it, what's up. Go ahead, chop it up. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. You can sorry finish your thought. My bad. No, you're good. Copperhead would be number two for sure. Copperhead's my favorite course. It's one of my favorite yeah. courses on tour, maybe after Riviera, to be honest. This is one yeah. of the courses that I like. I really want to play. This is a bucket list golf course for me. Um, Let's do the it. The elevation changes is something weird to Florida. Uh, incredible yeah. layout. I This is one of my favorite courses on tour, to be honest. Well, like Not just play, Florida man. Swing, by far easily. Uh, let's play this one. I think it's a resort course. We can play it. Um, okay, let's dive into our weekly picks. Darren, who you first? I love how that's not Who's even winner? in the top 10. My winner. <laughs> Absolutely absurd. That is See, not... Well, not absurd. I get it. This is yeah. just a... It's not as scenic. Yeah, this is going to be... We're hot takes. I did not do any kind of... Uh, any kind of pick across the board. So we're going to roll with it. I really like, especially coming pissed off. I'm taking my boy, Dustin Johnson. Coming off a record oh, 63 okay. in the last uh, the last round. He's due for one. 2022, he gets his first dub. I need to get his winners because I'm assuming, of course, uh, I will be doing... Plus 1,600. Plus sixteen hundred. Oh shit! Thank you. Plus sixteen hundred. Yeah. Good job. You got it right away. Um, I'm going Victor Hovland here because yeah, obviously, pick. this is a ball striker's paradise. 
Yep. And he's one of the best, if not the best, ball striker on tour. Uh, fits the bill. He's been hot. Uh, he's overdue for a win. So let's just lock that to, in right just there. Just need to figure his putting out. Yes, sir. Yep. Um, if you can hit the green, he'll putt well, I think, this week. That's his key. Um, at plus 1,000. So not yeah. the shiniest odds, but it, I'll take him. Uh, take top 20. Who's your first guy? Uh, this might be, again, I, I'm going non-American across this one. Louis Oosthuizen. Ooh. Has played Odds. Valspar quite often. Uh, he's at 2,200 oh, for a winner. But I don't know. Oh, is that, we're, we're doing top 20 wins. Uh, top 20 odds plus 130. There you go. Not bad. Anything else to say about him? Uh, great ball striker. Has played this historically well. Um, I was looking at some of the... What's his name? Uh, pardon me. Uh, the the gentleman who built... Um, he's on sports line. He built a model. Uh, it's, it's McClung, I think, is his name. I don't know. But... Regardless, I'll look it up later. Okay. Uh, had him, had him as one of the winners, if not Dope. like a, just a sleeper. So yeah, I yeah. like it. Uh, Justin Thomas for me minus one thirty eight, playing too well mm-hmm. to ignore, is yeah. done. Uh, number two for you, Darren. You know what? Again, I'm rolling the hot hands because I picked him as my winner. I picked him in a T twenty. He's been rolling. I like the fallacy. We're going to Terrell Hatton. Plus one forty five. Darren is in Terrell Hatton three weeks in a row. He's his guy here. He is. Come on, Florida man's. He likes to eat gator, even though he's English. Yeah. <laughs> I'm missing my boy because I really don't have a. I really want Daniel Berger because I ride him every week, but he's not here. Um, my number two. My number two is Sam Burns, uh, plus one forty, yeah. defending champ. Strong track record at this golf course. Although this golf course actually, I mean, necessarily not necessary to win to have past experience here, but it's very helpful. Um, he's finished well each time here and defending champ, obviously. I think Sam Burns, he had a good tournament last week. For the most part, he fell off in the round four. But uh, yes, he is almost a luck at 140, I think. Is Number three, Darren. You just said it. <laughs> Sam Burns. Sam Burns. Roll it. Yeah, Same Sam reasons. Burns. Yeah, exactly Anything different. There you go. All no. right. My number three, Canadian. Ooh. Plus 260. Adam Hadwin is Freaky my kind go. of flyer, but not really a flyer because I think those are really good odds for him. He's coming off he a well very here, strong week. Uh, he just I, for he was like top 10 almost, maybe top 20 at the minimum last week. Uh, past winner, Canadian, coming off the players mm-hmm. on fire. Uh, this is also still the home of his first and only tour victory. So I like his odds with that when he's playing yeah. well. Um, we, uh, I have a bonus pick actually, if you want to hear that. I do. Before we go. And I, I would, I recommend this for people that are going to place bets this week. I was going to put in my top three, but I was like, you know what? I don't feel quite as confident as the other guys. Um, I'm almost would replace him with the, with the, Minus one thirty eight instead. Uh, Matthias Schwab from Austria. Okay. Because he's plus three seventy five. I'm playing the odds game. Uh, pretty dope odds. In fifteen contrib- contributing rounds, he's in fourth place in shots gained putting. And in all twenty six rounds he's played on tour this year, he's fourth in adjusted scoring. Shit. He hasn't played since Puerto Rico, where he finished Shit. tied in seventh which was matched by his tie the previous week for seventh place at the Honda Classic. 
which is a very mm. tough track. So he has success in Florida already this year. Obviously, the last two weeks he hasn't been able. Uh, he didn't. Obviously, he didn't get to play Bay Hill. He played in Puerto Rico instead, um, and he didn't qualify for the players either. But this week, obviously, he does, and I think he could make a case for top twenty. Uh, last week we did horrible. Um, yes, not did. actually not horrible necessarily. Uh, Bryce texted me the today, and he was like, all his picks got cut. Uh, mm-hmm. which was kind of the case when you have this disastrous round when the no top wedge. players in the world all got cut. No I, wedge, Bryce. This year is right off. I told the people, I literally told the people that were betting, uh, I told them not to bet this week, uh, last week. I was like, this is going to be a disaster. I didn't yeah. place any bets. We had to put our picks out as usual. They all got mm-hmm. eaten up, basically. Um, highly recommend this week, though, to place your bets because this is Did a better track. Did we have track. one and one? Because we both picked Burger. Right, we both so picked Burger, and then Gooch who were winners? Gooch was out, and then you had Shoffley, yeah. and you picked well. Morikawa to win. So three Morikawa of your four got, got cut. Too. And then I had um, Gooch. I'm struggling on my second one. Was it? You no, had it was Gooch. To no, it was win. Gooch Burger, and Justin Hatton Thomas, to and had and um, Hatton to win. I think so Daryl Hatton like came that. in the top twenty. Um, Justin Thomas was T33 with an even round par, which I was really hoping he'd do a Hideki Matsuyama for you last week and squeak (laughs) me up the point. Um, And then we both had burgers. So I think we went one one for three in the top 20s each. And then the winner was... Yes, sir. The winner was between the both was Hatton. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we'll see what happens this week. Um, Obviously, (laughs) that's kind of a wrap. We got it. 47 minutes. Um. Next week, we will be back with more Darren because Darren will take the host once again and he will lead this into the darkness and intro and outro music, all that kind of fun stuff. Follow us on Instagram, Scramble Squad Pod, uh, Shape by Sports, as well as find us on our website, shapebysports.com. Find blogs, all that kind of stuff. Baseball's coming soon. Uh, We got some big stuff with baseball coming up because of that. Um, Yes, and we look forward to seeing you all next week. Thank you. Have a good night. Uh, Not night. Have a good week, and we'll see you next week.